मॉर्निंग मैम वी वेलकम यू टू द थर्ड इंटरव्यू ऑफ आवर पॉडकास्ट सीरीज दिस इज अ कोलैबोरेशन बिटवीन वीआईटी यूनिवर्सिटी एंड आईसीएस तिरुपति फॉर आईजन 2022 कंपटीशन आई एम शिवांगी अलोंग विद नेमा फ्रॉम आईजन आईसीएस तिरुपति ड्यू टू सम अनअवॉइडेबल सरकमस्टेंसेस स्निग्धा फ्रॉम वीआईटी बिलोंग टू इन जॉइन अस टुडे टुडे वी वेलकम डॉक्टर निर्मला कृष्णमूर्ति to know and share her views on bioethics she is a visiting faculty for chemistry and life sciences at iis tirupati these include topics in biochemistry organic chemistry general chemistry biology and the relevance to diseases such as cancer she is also an integral part of the ethics committee at iis tirupati and also she has over 10 years of experience in the field Uh, okay, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. So, like, we just wanted to know our first question: that when and why did you start exploring this field, like the ethics and life sciences research? Uh, in research, all right. Uh, looking back, I wish it had been earlier. I would say it was my PhD. Uh, even though you know we had a, a research program in our masters. <clears throat> excuse me. I did that in India. it's only when i started my phd uh, in the united states as a grad student that this concept of ethics itself came in and even that wasn't a regular format it was more of uh, practices ethical practices in the lab that you were taught either by the faculty or by senior grad students on how you maintain a lab notebook what things you have to be looking out for what what are good and bad practices in ethics and things like that so i would say that was my first exposure to ethics in life science research okay ma'am and that's a, like that's a very humble origin to anything i guess so <laughs> yeah as i said it have been earlier but i also think it's part of the time we were in people are a lot more aware of ethics in india right now uh, than were back when i was a master student is what i feel or if they were they weren't teaching us uh <laughs> that this has to be done mostly we just followed instructions came up with ideas that's about it uh this was not something that was discussed in detail which i think looking back would have been helpful to have but you know that's what it was it's good that we are way more aware about that now. absolutely absolutely okay Yes, Shivang, you can go ahead. Uh, thanks a lot for answering, ma'am. Our next question for you is: How is your experience working with ethics in this field? Working with ethics in the field, as I said, it's kind of a, you know, I believe it's a learning curve. I learn something every day. Though by now I should know probably everything. but it's mostly practices things that you hear about uh, so i personally believe i am on the learning curve learning new things and it's been a good experience mostly you get to hear the right things to do and uh, if you all you hear okay this something was bad then you know why it was what should have been done and what should be done in the future uh, through my studies uh, through grad school and then my postdoc i had this opportunity to help other students uh, 
with understanding ethics now i do want to make it clear here i was studying in a foreign country and there were a lot of immigrants like me you know whose exposure to ethics and science was pretty minimal uh, it was not something they were taught back in their bachelor's or master's degree so when they came in for their phd it was the sudden change to understanding all of this so with my own background uh, during my phd i was able to help those people and in some way you learn through the process i believe when you teach you're also learning and i understood that this is something uh, understanding this understanding about ethics in general is something several countries have to work on and i help my you know lab mates especially graduate students and i train a lot of undergraduates so it's something we teach them as we do research and then when i moved on to a career it was uh, talking to these undergraduate students uh, about ethics and this is true not just for research as you know it's also in classes something that people have to understand but when you are in a lab it becomes all the more important Uh, that you're aware of these rules and surprisingly a lot of people aren't uh, and so my own what do you call progress has been that while i've taught other people i've also learned in this journey and i think that's a good thing and at icer itself uh, as you mentioned i'm part of the ethics committee and we discuss this with our students every year and while we are the ones from the ethics committee starting the discussion students always come up with very interesting points very uh, important questions because in ethics there are these questions where you start hitting the gray areas and then you really have to think very deep and figure out what is the right way to do it so as we do this every year i think uh, i speak for the committee also but at least personally for me i'm also on this learning curve i understand maybe some trials that our students are facing maybe they've heard of something a particular case study and we all learn through that process so to go back to my uh, first slide it's a learning curve and it's a good curve uh, it's something that you have to be working on i think all your life as you're practicing science it's something to be aware of it's never something that ends it's not like i've learned everything that's it it's over yes you've learned a lot uh, but you have to always be aware of the changes that happen of how uh, people are reacting and how you help students uh, through this process okay ma'am so it's learning curve for you as well as your students i i hope so uh, i hope they see it that way i can only speak for myself uh, but i hope they see it that way and i think education itself is such a process right uh, there is no end to it true you might know all the basic rules Uh, but there are always interesting scenarios especially when it comes to ethics and uh, you might be in a different lab uh, you might be working with different uh, under different circumstances so you might face different problems so in some way you have to learn every day as you working along and that keeps you on your toes too that's very true ma'am and coming along to that answer like the third question is that how do you think and do you think that ethics can affect the research progress in science and if yes then how does it do uh yes um the caveat now it depends on what you say affect research progress if you think uh, in a global sense is it good for science absolutely there's no two uh, questions about it i mean obviously pretty much everybody has to agree on that that knowing and understanding ethics is important if you're practicing um, research now 
always easy. And I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it. One of the reasons it's so challenging in several countries is, of course, there's ignorance, you know, people really don't know uh, that they have to do this. But also following ethical guidelines all the time means you are taking the difficult path. You are taking the difficult road to navigate. It might not be true every day. Most of it is pretty straightforward. But sometimes uh, the pressure of performing in science, especially, uh, you know, the whole uh, publish or perish, uh, the pressure in a very famous lab, everybody's competing. Uh, there are other labs working in tandem and you want to be the first to achieve this. So a lot of pressure on students and faculty. And then to follow absolutely all ethical guidelines means you are taking the hard path. And yes, it will affect your research if you decide that this is exactly what you want to do. And this is something we've discussed, uh, you know, when we talk with our students at Isatripati. Yes, it's the hard path, but it's the right path. Uh, there is the sense of satisfaction at the end of the day when you are following, following ethical guidelines. Um, there has been a study, and I know we discussed this with our students, that several faculty, uh, early career, mid-career faculty, when asked anonymously, have admitted to breaching ethical rules. It might not be what some people consider uh, you know, a big deal, but everything in ethics is a big deal. It, even if you change one data point, it's technically wrong. And several faculty have uh, admitted anonymously uh, for this work that yes, over time, they might have breached those. And so it really does affect. And it is a hard path to follow, but that is why we need to train our students as they grow up. So when they become leaders in their field, uh, they will take this difficult path uh, and make sure it's the right way to do it. Will it affect? Yes, maybe it will slow down. So, and I think that's what concerns researchers, that somehow you will be slowed down. Your research will be personally affected. But as I said, this is something you have to see. You have to step back and see in the long run because you make a mistake once and you will get caught. Trust me, uh, these days, there's a higher percentage of people getting caught. It, you'll never lose this, uh, the bad name that comes associated with it. You will never uh, get away from it. So yes, it might affect you, uh, your research, the timelines. It might be difficult. Uh, and sometimes you might be, I don't know, there might be pressure to take the easy route, but it is necessary that you follow ethics. And I think that's why it's crucial that people are imbibed uh, with this information that you have to have this. It's not a choice eventually because you have to learn and adhere to it. Otherwise, there's no other way. It might be tough, but that's the way to do it. And I guess also for uh, our scientific I'm communication. Yes, Shivani, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So, as for uh, the, our general scientific responsibilities also, I guess uh, science communication, for science communication also, it's 
very important otherwise people do think that researchers and scientists they would they might bring out some doomsday situation out of nowhere and yeah have to i guess yeah i think it's not talked about much and i'm assuming this is what you uh, wanting to discuss uh, when we discuss science in the public forum it's very different from how we discuss it in our research institute or any science and technology institute if you notice any news media story especially all these different channels uh, it's like oh this cures cancer this does this i mean it's all these big statements and i think people don't understand that there are some ethics involved too and i think science communication has to be a little more clear about what happens and i think that's why scientists have to be involved it will be nice when uh, people trained in science actually take up science communication uh, so they will understand that there are some ethical values to how you uh, disperse this information nothing wrong in uh, screaming from the hilltops about the achievements that science your particular research has made that's okay uh, but it has to be Sometimes, uh, or at least the communication doesn't go very well. They make a hype about it, and it's not correct. And that worries me when I read uh, news media stories about, oh, they've already found a cure for this, or this has been solved. No, not really. This is one small step uh, in the giant scheme of things, and that's very crucial to understand. So I think there are some ethical values to be looked into here also. very true ma'am so long you can go ahead uh thanks ma'am for answering the question uh the next question is what difference do you find in ethics framed in india versus abroad should we frame collaborative ethical laws with other countries so that the development of science happens together uh yes to your second part as to the first part i can only mostly speak from my own experience and i think there is a big difference so we are i think bridging the gap a lot uh, these days uh, as i mentioned when i first went there uh, for my graduate studies to the us we were not made aware we were not made aware of all of these and they take it a lot more seriously in several western countries europe in the us and australia uh, they take these ethical issues very seriously and they start imbibing this information uh, into their students from an earlier uh, age and that starts from taking a test uh, to uh, how do you write your answers in a closed or you know closed book test take home test from there to uh, working in lab and what are the guidelines you follow be it safety to ethical guidelines everything uh, they do a very thorough job there are a lot of workshops uh, meetings seminars discussions on how to tackle these situations and i think all of that is good we are definitely making strides now uh, and that's a good thing because even here uh, as you might have noticed over the years there's a lot more discussion on ethical topics and uh, what our students should be doing in different scenarios and it will be nice to have something a little more global that everybody can agree on 
Uh, it's not very easy though. It's very hard to make rules that will fit every country. What we can do is have a set of a framework of rules that we can all agree on. And that is true uh, to a large extent. For example, in a lot of publications, since articles come from all over the country, the guidelines they make, pretty much everybody across the world has to adhere to. So yes, your country might not have a certain set of rules, but if you aim to publish in a journal, a well-established journal in your field, but it, it is uh, published from a different country, you still have to adhere to those rules. And so in some way, you all start following those ethical set of guidelines. This is especially true with uh, human subjects. You know, there are guidelines in several countries on how you work with human subjects. The good thing is uh, developing nations have also caught on. They understand the importance. And even here in India, we, do, we have an awesome set of guidelines to follow. The more important thing for us here is to actually be aware of those rules and follow them. I don't think it's a lack of rules that's the issue. Uh, it's a wonderful set of guidelines. Uh, it's just that we need to train our people to follow this. And once we do that, we pretty much fall in line uh, with most of the world standards. So that's not an issue. Uh, I don't think we need to set up a framework. As long as we all agree that this is it, people are aware. Government bodies, which usually regulate all of this, is pretty much aware of what happens in the rest of the world. And at ISIL, we have a lot of statutory uh, committees that look into this. So we are on par, I would say, uh, in several cases uh, with the rest of the world. Can we work together to do something better? Of course, that's always there. I mean, it'll be nice if there is more talk at the university's level too. I'm sure there's talk at the government level, but when it comes down to research universities, it'd be nice if different institutions can talk to each other. Uh, when people sign MOUs, usually there's an understanding, so that's good. And when students from two different countries work in a project, again, that is something to be discussed. Uh, but it needs to happen. Uh, all of that will take time. And But overall, we have made strides. And I think the more we do to educate both the common man, who's eventually coming into uh, working in science, and then our students themselves, once they are actually working in the lab, I think that will make a difference eventually. As I said, we have the rules, we just have to make sure um, they are implemented all the time. That is a very good point, ma'am, that it's not the lack of rules, it's just people who are unable to. Yes, so that's true with anything, right? I mean, you go out on the roads here, we have all traffic rules. Question is, do people follow them? Mm -hmm. uh, if everybody did, life would be a lot easier for us to uh, you know, travel. So the government does everything to set the rules in place. Eventually, a part of it is also the public uh, willing to follow that. So it's the same thing with this, that when we have people in the lab working, we have to guide. And that onus comes on the institution, the faculty, and eventually the students themselves. That's true, ma'am. And coming to our last question for this session, uh, how do you think uh, we can integrate uh, ethics into our academic curriculum because it's not yeah. easy for people to actually start following something they don't know about yes absolutely and i think that it's uh, that pretty much uh, boils down to the main thing right all these questions we discuss all these points we can discuss about ethics eventually it comes down to how do we get this message to i think 
uh, what we could do. And that's true for any country, in any place, any university, institute, school, colleges. Uh, make it part of your curriculum. I know sometimes uh, under things are mandatory, uh, people don't follow them. Maybe if that's what works in your particular place, <clears throat> that's great. Uh, but it'd be nice, <clears throat> excuse me, if uh, students are given an opportunity to learn this right off the bat, you know, maybe right after they enter a research institution, the first year, have a discussion, uh, teach them what the basics are and uh, ask their thoughts. What are they aware of? Uh, what do they know and what do they not know? I mean, unless somebody asks those questions and we find answers for those from the students, it's very hard to proceed. And then we go from there. This training doesn't come in one day. And a lot of people believe that if you're in the lab, it'll all happen. Well, to some extent, in some labs, the culture is there to uh, follow this, which is great. But not all labs operate exactly the same way. Uh, and not all PIs are trained for that. So I think we should not just put the burden that if you join a lab, you will know about ethics in research. I think it has to come a little before that. Even having a discussion in high school is not a bad idea. Uh, a lot of them will go into science in some form or fashion, and uh, it's okay to learn that. And same thing, even if you're going to say engineering medicine, which seems to be the dream path for a lot of uh, students in our country, uh, they will still deal with patients. They will still deal with uh, projects where ethics have to be followed. So starting at a school level is still a good idea. Understanding ethics. And then once you hit your college level, it should be part of the curriculum, not this one-time thing that somebody does because people always forget it. Uh, you do something for a time and then say, okay, move on. Nobody cares. But if it's part of the culture you are in, then it comes. it becomes part of your life itself. Uh, so it's, um, it is something that should be practiced every day. So talking to the students, having workshops, having discussions, seminars, anything that will uh, get them to be involved would be a great idea. And that means you can involve not just our students, but also faculty because they can be aware of all the things they have to know. At the same time, also uh, be informed of some of the things that students don't know so they can be trained in their labs. And so when students eventually go to labs, they already come with some sort of understanding of what is expected. And then the lab culture can foster more um, ethical behavior. But as I said way before, it's a learning process. You don't start one day and then say, I'm done. I've learned everything. I'm all good. You learn every day. The earlier you start, the better for you. And you learn something every day and you move on and you practice it. Uh, so learning is one thing and of course practicing is another or you'll have to put that into practice and for that you need a lot of training to do something every day uh, follow diligently all those rules because there are a lot of rules uh, and unless you practice them they will seem like difficult rules to follow but if it's part of your curriculum part of something you've always done then it's not that difficult right um, it should not be something that's enforced that if you don't follow this, there are these repercussions, which is true, there are repercussions. This institute will mandate these rules. But instead of taking it that way, uh, if you just make it part of your life, if you're gonna be working in a lab, this should also be part of your life. Uh, it's not a different set of things. It's like you come in, you wear your um, safety gear. It's the same way. Imagine you have to have these ethical rules in your head and you follow along. So if you do that, it makes it less strenuous on you. 
And for that, I do believe it would be good uh, to have it as part of a curriculum thing, maybe a week-long discussion. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be somebody lecturing to you. It could be case studies, it could be discussions, it could be questions posed, uh, moral dilemmas. I remember as a postdoc, we had this wonderful discussion session on ethics. What they did was they gave us these complicated issues. And this is not this run-of-the-mill stuff, somebody plagiarized, somebody did this. No, no, no. It was more difficult case studies. And we had these little groups and they would throw this problem on how as a PI you would deal with this or how as a student you would handle this. Not all of them are easy answers. And some of them it's like, oh my God, I don't even know how to do this. Then people discuss. Those kind of sessions would throw uh, people challenges on how to deal with ethical uh, challenges. And I think that's a good practice. Uh, if you know how to deal with that, you can handle things uh, in your own research. And those should not become difficult things. Uh, you know, it should be part of your life as you do this research. At least that's my thought on this. So it's just not restricted to academia. It's related right. to everybody who does research all the time. Yes, absolutely. And it doesn't have to be, you know, as we think is bio-research or chemistry research. It could be anything. You're practicing as a doctor, you know, um, the treating patients. They have a set of rules. They have a set of ethics that they follow, right? Uh, it's the same thing. Um, depending on the work you do, your rules might shift a little bit, but the basic logic of following ethics stays the same. And uh, you have to be aware and make it part of your uh, life itself. Then it's a lot more easier. So ethics being a learning curve and getting it into our habits rather than seeing it just as guidelines to follow. This was Dr. Krishnamurti having and sharing her views on bioethics. Thank you so much, ma'am, for your valuable inputs. And I hope that all other IGEM teams and everybody who is working on science would take this issue seriously and modulate their projects accordingly. Thank you so much for taking out the time. We You're hope welcome. to see you again. Yes, good luck with everything. And um, I hope you get to interact with a lot of uh, other students and spread the message around. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Uh, also, I'm just before leaving, can we have a uh, screen? Yeah, sure.